Welcome to the Growing in Grace podcast, where you can listen in on some casual conversation about the good news of Jesus without all of the inconsistent religious double talk. If you've ever struggled with feelings of hopelessness, guilt, and despair, or wondered if you're really right with God, it's time to discover the true freedom that comes with the gospel of unlimited and overflowing grace. We're doing the grace thing once again on the Growing in Grace podcast. I'm the Cap, and with me, as always, for the past nearly 20 years, you know who it is, the man who eats his candy bars with a knife and a fork, Joel Brzezinski. <laughs> hey, Joel. I had a frozen Snickers one time, and the knife and fork wouldn't even get into that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be tough. Those are tough. I haven't. Now that sounds good right now. It is. It actually <laughs> tasted it's good. Br- breakfast time where we are, I could go for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those types. I just. I think I. I don't know why I did it, but I heard somebody did it. I had a. Fr- I have a friend who eats frozen bananas is probably healthier than a frozen Snickers, but I did the frozen Snickers and it, it's, it's probably wasn't good for my teeth either. But. No, I mean, you, you kind of got to let them soften up a little bit, right? Yeah. But when it, when it just, when it cracks and it just falls apart and just, and it just, it just tastes so good. So yeah. Good. I haven't had one of those for a while. I might, I might have to do that while I still can. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do have my teeth. I gave in. Uh, I hadn't had one for a long time, and I gave in. I was. I work at a hospital, and they got these new um, vending machines, and it's weird because I, oh, new technology. It's just hard for me sometimes, even though I like to think of myself as in and hip and all that stuff. But it's this. It's basically got all kinds of product in it. And there's no prices on anything, and you swipe your card, and it opens the door. You can grab whatever you want, and then you got to scan it, and then it tells you how much it is. And I'm like, a person could just grab a whole bunch of things and run, but then it says that it's under camera surveillance and all that. But um, I grabbed a Snickers and scanned it, and like, okay, I guess the price was okay, so... I gave in because I'm trying not to do too much candy and all that stuff and eating a little better, but it was good. <laughs> um, yes, snacks are, are a weakness for me. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. I mean, and, and one thing I've noticed uh, also is that uh, candy doesn't taste as good after you've ate a broccoli salad <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, or orange you, juice. You, or... You, you have pizza, you have tacos. Boy, I got to have something sweet. Something but that just good. doesn't sound... Probably another reason why we should be eating broccoli salads, right? Broccoli salads. And... I was on a spinach um, kick for a while, too. Hey, Joel, we've been talking about, in, in recent weeks, we've been talking about sharing Jesus, giving people the good news without giving them the bad news, because the gospel really isn't bad news. Um, and, and, and coming up with... Uh, ways to to share the gospel with people, uh, maybe in in a different way than what we were taught, where we sort of felt like we had to mix the rules into it, or or certain aspects of the law, or that you didn't keep the law, therefore you need a savior. Um, I mean, there's a lot of different approaches to that, and we've we've done a number of programs on it, if you want to check it out, either on your favorite podcast app, or you can find them real easy at growingingrace.org newest programs listed first, growingingrace.org. And then last week we talked about how Paul was writing to the Galatians about how they, after he had been there and and given them the good news, 
some other people followed up after him uh, that weren't a part of his gig and uh, started sharing a different gospel, mixing an element of law and works into it. Um, we had somebody who commented on one of our programs, um, a regular listener. Apparently, they have a lot of fiber in their diet. Regular. And <laughs> Okie dokie. <laughs> sorry. Not, sorry. A whole bunch of, not a whole bunch of Snickers. More of that is <laughs> spinach and whatever you just were talking about. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. And uh, anyway, they, they mentioned uh, from one of our programs a couple weeks back where they um, kind of told a story similar to what we had been talking about. And it kind of went like this. I shared the gospel as a new believer at, the, at that time, must have been some years ago, uh, a lady had decided to pray and get saved. I told her the need to believe she was a new creation and that God would be working in her to produce the fruits of righteousness. But later, I felt the need to roll out rules for her to follow and that I was also taught. Uh, at a point, she asked me, if I suppose after getting one rule after the other, she asked me, but you said God would be working in me, so why these rules? So, Joel, what a great question from the new believer. Oh, no <laughs> doubt. <laughs> who had just been shared with... Because I, I got to give kudos to our listener here, because when they were a new believer sharing Jesus, they didn't... Um, I mean, they, they did something even I didn't do back then because I, I just, I mean, grace was Greek to me when I was mm -hmm. a younger person. I, I didn't understand. I mean, I knew salvation came by grace through faith, but I didn't really understand what grace was. Um, and so uh, I got to give kudos there uh, to her because she, she did mention in the beginning to the person she was sharing with, that God would be working in her to produce the fruits of righteousness. Um, so that's that's a bonus, because I probably wouldn't have covered that back in the day. Um, but then they kind of felt that need, like so many of us do. We've, we've made the sale, right? Hey, it's free. Uh, but now here's, here's the contract. Here's the fine print. Let's roll out the rules. Um, and, and so this person says, okay, but you told me God to be working in me. So why do I need the rules? And, and what this does, Joel, is it, it, it exposes uh, the typical inconsistencies that we find throughout much of Christianity, uh, at least the way we see it. Right. That I think typical Christianity, that's a good phrase for it, because I had I had just written that the church world, so typical Christianity in the world of, of the church, and we want to be careful. We're not trying to put anybody down, because like you and I have said, we used to have very similar mindsets to the things that we're talking about. We've transitioned into a, a different way of thinking, and so, but we're not the judge of anybody who has... Um, who who thinks differently, but we're, we, we are trying to expose how the God, that's not the gospel, Th this performance-based, um, this focus of performance that the church has. Uh, and so it's, the church world is so very performance-based. And so when you can tell a person the good news of the gift of salvation, God freely gave his gift. He freely gave his son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And that's the good news. And then <laughs> and then suddenly it turns around to, 
Oh, but, <laughs> but, it you know all that's good news. God gave you all that, but you have to you have to follow these rules. You have to, there's commandments that you have to follow. There are things that you have to do. There's behaviors that you have to change as a believer now. And so we'll have a lifetime of sermons in churches every single week of how to do this, how to do that, principles for this type of change, principles for how to do this, and ways to... It's it's all about changed behavior. That's instead of the gospel, which is the fact that God gave you his very own life in exchange for the life that you had, which was actually, even though we call it life, it was spiritually dead. You know, we were born into this world, but we were spiritually dead. And so God took that and gave us his very own life. And then even the the best of the best of the best of the works and performance that we could ever set before God was filthy uh, compared to his righteousness. Uh, that's why I think a lot of people in this world think they're pretty good people and, and they do pretty good things. But when when you compare it with the actual righteousness of God, the one who is eternal, um, it's, it's, it's filthy. And so you have a lot of people thinking they're good enough. And so I think that's why you also have a lot of believers who think that, okay, um, I can change my behavior around and be acceptable to God by my behavior. But again, that's not the gospel uh, because there's really no amount of behavior change that's ever going to be acceptable to God, again, as compared with his righteousness. Now, we're not, we always say, here's a little disclaimer, we're not saying that behavior change is bad. Anybody and everybody who's alive right now could use some some sort of change in their life. It's a, it's a lifetime of you know knowing that there are things that we can change, and th- and that's good. You know, there's nothing wrong with changed behavior. That it can be a good thing for many people, and it's different for everybody. That's and that's one thing. We're all different. We're all in different places. We all have different things going on in our lives. But when it comes to the gospel, that's not the gospel. That's not the gospel. The gospel is God's righteousness given to us as a gift and his life given to us as as a gift. And then as this person commented, God would be working in this person who became a believer to produce the fruits of righteousness. I mean, it's God at work in us. It's not just us trying to produce behavior change and good things for God. But it's a union that we have with the Holy Spirit. The whole, uh, we've talked many times about how the the Holy Spirit is kind of underrated. <laughs> we we kind of the Holy Spirit is is off to the side somewhere, um, but really the Holy Spirit is in union with us, and His life together with us. That's that's what our life is. That's what our life with God is. It's a, it's a union with Him, where we don't we're not measuring ourselves by a performance but we're just simply looking to our union with God day in and day out. It's, it, you, you, you brought up an important point, and that is we're not against behavior change. Uh, like you said, most of us could, could uh, stand some, some changes in our life to make life better and, and to make life better for those around us, especially. Mm-hmm. Um, but the problem with religion, and this includes many corners of Christianity, is that we have focused on 
behavior from the perspective of self-improvement, which is not all that different from self-righteousness, mm. which infected people like the Pharisees. In, in other words, we're, we're trying to work at becoming something that we think we're not. And I know we've talked about this a lot over the years, but it's a, it's kind of a big deal. To some people who have been taught a lot of traditional things in, in the world of church, um, this, this is going to seem like it's such a, a small difference when it's really a bigger one than what we think it is. And, and that is, if you can start off people who come to Christ and, and believe and, and trust in what he did for them, now as a, as, as a saved individual, one who is in Christ, for them to begin trying to do things to either maintain their salvation or make themselves more acceptable to God is taking them entirely in, in the wrong direction from what the message of the gospel really is, where God has gifted us with his perfect righteousness uh, and has deemed us to be holy. It's an inheritance. It's something that is not earned. It's not something that is worked for. We're not trying to establish anything to make ourselves more acceptable to God. God is not mad at you when, when you fail. Um, the blood of Jesus took care of all of that. And, and sometimes all of that sort of gets shoved under the rug, if it ever gets talked about at all in some places. And so I, I think if people can begin to see that they've been gifted with God's righteousness, that they have been accepted, that they are considered holy, that they have been perfected, and this is who they are now. This is their new identity. In spite of living in a fallen world with corrupt bodies that we're still in, this is who they are. This is their new life. This They've got this new heart now. They're a part of God's family. They're a child. And so we're not working to try to become anything. So if we can start from that perspective is that instead of I'm just a sinner saved by grace and I, I've got no way out of this predicament, oh, well, there, there, look at me. I just did it again. I just goofed up. I just proved that I'm just a sinner. Well, if you can begin to establish a new mindset, a renewed mind that describes you as the righteousness of God in him, then you can begin to start living that way. If you just think of yourself as a sinner, you're just going to be, you know, stumbling over yourself all the time. Yeah, that's what that mindset does. I mean, you think of yourself as an unworthy worm and sinner, and you'll, uh, as they call it, the self-fulfilling prof prophecy. You'll just end up living like that. Uh, if if you think that you can't, that there's, you have no hope, then you're just going to live like there's no hope. But really, uh, it, I, I like how it, this comment, the last part of this comment uh, that we didn't get to, um, talking about, you know, why, so you said God would be working in me. Why these rules? Well, she says, she goes on to say, in the church world, we believe we must help God. Otherwise, people would not walk in righteousness. But our effort actually is a consequence of unbelief, and we mess up the outworking of God's grace in his people. I think that's it. It's God's grace working in and through us. That's really what we, that's where it's at. You know, people think of God's grace as, okay, you're saved, by grace. And then grace just kind of goes somewhere else until you mess up. And then, oh, I need God's grace again. But God's grace has really a lot more to do with our daily lives in Christ than it has to do with sin, uh, the sins that we commit. Yeah, sure, it's because of God's grace and all of his goodness 
and God's oath to himself and the sacrifice of Jesus. That was all God's grace through which we've been forgiven of all sins for all time. Uh, but the, the grace of God is actually something that is at work in us at all times. And that's where we need to lead people to, is to the grace of God, his work in us, not our attempts to try to help him, but rather knowing that he is in our lives in union with us 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And, and that is something that we can rest in and, and trust in, God's grace. Two things I want to highlight for people who may have missed it while you're doing whatever you're doing and, and listening at the same time. Uh, Joel, you, you, you hit it on the head. God's grace is at work in us at all times. And then our, our listener here also made that comment that, that you just read. You know, people do mess up, but sometimes we can mess up the outworking of God's grace in his people <laughs> when we focus more on, on works. The focus isn't on works. It, it's having been passed from death unto life like we talked about recently. And then they closed their comment with, bless you brothers for keeping it simple. And that's what we need to do with the gospel, I think, when we're sharing it with other people, is keep it simple and, and give God some room to work in their lives. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. Access past programs by visiting growingingrace.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.